Well, hello, Jesse. Third time's a charm. We were having a little dif- difficulties uh, getting logged in, and it was all my fault. So, um, welcome aboard, and welcome back to the Turnbuckle Post, everybody. Jesse, how you been doing, buddy? Oh, I've been hanging in there, just uh, looking forward to, to WrestleMania weekend. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, I've, I've been getting excited all week. Um, you know, Raw was a good... Uh, a good go home episode, and then we got Roman Reigns and Cody Rhodes with their final um, face off tonight. Excuse me while I open my beverage. Um, so uh, yeah, and then obviously the Hall of Fame tonight, stand and deliver tomorrow, and then night one, um, and then we'll close out the weekend with night two and the uh, Raw after Mania, which is always uh, yeah. I, I'll, I'll go. I'll get into that later. But um, well, I, I think it's just amazing to me how you know Beck. 1985 when WrestleMania one just started to think of how it's come today. It's, it's a four day weekend. You get mm-hmm. SmackDown on the hall of fame on a Friday night, you get NXT show and then WrestleMania night one on Saturday night, two on Sunday. And then the Raw after on Monday, it's just amazing how far it's come in, in almost four years. Oh yeah. It's, it's its own, its own little economy. Um, you know, like if you look, I, I was online, um, you know, cause I collect figures obviously. Um, and like the, the store, the, you know, they have the WrestleMania experience. They have like, it's a whole production. Um, it's like when the Super Bowl comes to town, maybe not on that kind of scale. Um, but, but very similar in, in the fact that it, it is, it has the big event feel. I know they do something similar for SummerSlam, but but, but there's nothing that matches WrestleMania and, and, and you know, as well, much as it, it okay. is sports entertainment, Super Bowl. I mean, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. It, it's, it's the one event that everybody just, uh, no matter what fan of uh, that they're of, <laughs> they, they try to tune in to watch at least that one thing every year. Well, yeah. And every promotion's in LA right now. So, um, you know, everybody's running a show somewhere. Uh, I think Impact just had a crossover show with uh, New Japan last night. Um, and it looked like it was in like a bingo hall somewhere. Um, so whatever venues they can find, I'm, I mean, I'm sure LA is not hurting for, for money, but, uh, but they're definitely, uh, getting a lot of wrestling this weekend and I'm jealous. I wish I was there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so what Jesse and I kind of thought about doing today is we're just going to go through and preview the card. Um, you know, obviously we've been gone a while, um, so we might be a little rusty. Um, and, and we won't go into all the reasons why we've been gone, but, um, you know, we are good. We're, we're alive and we're above ground. So, um, we'll take that as a positive and, and, uh, and try to get back to enjoying what we enjoy here. Um, I actually just finished Elimination Chamber last night, so I am caught up now. Um, took me for freaking ever. Uh, but what did you think of that crowd, man? That had to be one of the best crowds I've heard in a long time. Yeah, I would I would put it on um, on level with Chicago with uh, with Punk and Cena in 2011, um, or even the uh, the ECW crowd with uh, Cena and um, RVD. Uh, very very similar um, feel, and man, they were hot for everything though. Not even the main event. Um, you know, they were singing Seth Rollins' music. They were you know coming up with like you know, their own chance in the middle of the show. Like, I mean, it was just, they, they were on fire for everything WWE had. And, and honestly, this is, I, as much as I hate that, you know, that WWE is going to be going overseas 
views or going international more for these pay-per-views. Um, I know Canada isn't overseas, just let's not isolate that. Um, but, but going international more for these pay-per-views, um, as we've seen with Clash in the Castle, as we've seen um, with Elimination Chamber, like these crowds are just dying for this. Um, yeah. I hate it because it means there's a less likely chance that Indianapolis is going to get, you know, something big again. Um, but I also love it because, dude, there's so much enthusiasm. And, and like, it's it's way different when you have this crowd is starving for this content and they get it. And, um, and, and WWE completely blew it out of the water. Um, you know, paid off one of, or partially paid off one of the best storylines they've had probably in the entire time that I've watched wrestling. Um, and I, and I be, I'll be honest, like, you know, as much as I get, you know, there's times where I get, I'm sorry, I'm going long winded here. Um, there's as much as I get like frustrated and I get where I'm, you know, ready to walk away. They pull me back in with stuff like this and, and Sammy and Jay and, and, and Roman, like that whole storyline and then adding Cody into it and Kevin Owens, like it, it has brought me back to being just excited. Like I'm so excited to see what happens this weekend. Um, I have to work, so I'm going to wait till Tuesday. Um, but, but I'm still so excited to see how this all plays out. So, Oh yeah. I mean, it's just like, going, you, you see the difference, man, when you have hot crowds compared to like when we were in the, uh, the Superdome era where there were no crowds. I mean, there's just, oh, yeah. The crowds is what makes these shows, man. If you got a good, enthusiastic crowd, even oh, if yeah. the matches completely suck, it's still going to be a good show. You know, take the Attitude Era, for instance. There mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of great, great matches from 98 to 2000 before the WCW guys started coming over. There weren't a lot of great mas- matches, but the crowds no. were into everything that was being done that it just made the show seem can't miss, even, even if the wrestling yeah. sucked. Yeah, I mean, this is your life. The original one, not any of the knockoffs, but the original This Is Your Life is one of the highest rated segments in the history of television. And it yeah. had no wrestling in it. It was literally The Rock insulting like his gym teacher and his home ec teacher and his first girlfriend. And like, um, you know, it, it was just, it, it, you know, like you said, it, if you're hot, you're hot. And if the crowd is into it, like, it doesn't really matter what you do. Um <laughs> So yeah, it, it, it's um, it's amazing how much that adds to the, just especially watching it on television, how much it adds to the ambiance of the of the whole thing. Like just having a crowd that's so like hanging on everything. It's um, you know, and I, I really started to notice that as you said after the Thunderdome, um, you know, that first WrestleMania back in front of a live crowd, man, that was that was some powerful stuff. Um, yeah, you know, and and um, and it's it's still. Like, we can't take that for granted. Um, I know it's been, you know, three years since we were we were in that situation. But, um, but you know, we can't take for granted that, you know, that, you know, we have that opportunity to see that stuff. And, and you know, when, when, it's, when it's in your town, you have the opportunity to go. Um, but either way. Um, so, Jesse, I, I don't know if you knew this stat or not. And I'm, I'm kind of you know, segueing into a different topic here. But uh, this is Roman Reigns third consecutive uh, title defense of the same title. He's the first person to do that at WrestleMania. Um, I don't know if you knew that going in, but uh, I, I think that it, it just speaks for the work that he's done in his last three years 
uh, absolutely carrying this company on his back. Um, do you have any thoughts on that? Well, I think, I think it's yeah unique. I mean, he's one of the longest reigning champions for sure of the of the of the modern era. And there was a stat the other day about his uh, title defenses since he's had the title. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, it's like all of all of Roman Reigns' title defenses. Yeah, yeah, that was and, pretty cool. You know, it started out with Jey Uso, and then mm-hmm. then to Braun Strowman, and then to Kevin Owens, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan and Edge, Cesaro, Rey Mysterio, Edge, John Cena, Finn Balor, Brock Lesnar, Sami Zayn, Goldberg, yeah. Matt Riddle. I mean, Drew McIntyre, and then off to Cody Rhodes, and I. I just think it, it. I think it's it's time. The bloodline has been running strong, but mm-hmm. I think they've squeezed about a month. I think WrestleMania is the perfect time for. You're right. For there to be a, a, a changing of the guard, and for yeah. them to maybe sort of split the titles to make. Because even though things have been going strong and they've been doing good, it's just like a lot of the wrestlers aren't there aren't really having anything to fight for. So yeah. I think it'd be great to split the titles up again to give people something to fight for again. Yeah, and we'll, and we'll get into this when we get to the to the main bulk of the or well, the main event of you know the weekend. Um, but yeah, I think I was thinking last night. I'm like, this has real like Starcade '97 potential here. Like, you've got this hot baby face, and and this is objective now. Like I, you know, I admit freely that I'm a Cody Mark, but but he is on fire right now. Yeah. And you have this, this this faction that's been dominant over everybody, um, and and if he's if he doesn't do it, then I don't know if people lose hope or if they lose, you know, interest in the storyline. Like, okay, it should have, you know, we need that happy ending. We need that, you know, that that closure to the bloodline storyline, and then they can work against each other. I mean, they're they're they've been teasing the hell out of Roman and Jay going at it again. Um, so like, I think, I think that's the way that they go. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about it when we get to the main event, but um, I think the next evolution of the storyline that, that needs to happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so tonight SmackDown, um, as I said, Roman and Cody's last face off. Um, and then, um, and if you haven't seen the promo work between those two or, uh, or Paul Heyman as well, um, Top notch. I, I don't think they've had a miss. Um, excuse me. I think that I could do with less dusty talk, um, but but that's the whole reason that Cody's here. So um, I think I think it's worked out well, and it's been a good. It's been really good for both of them. Uh, Roman's gotten some really uh, sick burns, as my son likes to say. Um, you know, poking at Cody's history. So, um, did you have any thoughts on that before we get started here? No, I, I think I think they've gone about as well. I mean, it needed to start out with the dusty talk to give people something invested in. Yeah. But they're starting to slack back on that more, and I hope they don't bring it up tonight in the promo yeah. in their face off. But I, yeah, I guess we'll see. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, I mean, I I guess we'll see how that see how that works. Um, starting off the weekend, we're gonna be starting off with NXT stand and deliver. I think NXT has gotten. A little bit better lately. I, I like the fact that they're they're mixing, they're giving almost every talent a chance to shine, whether it's backstage promos or in the mm-hmm. ring. Some of the storylines are a little cheesy, which we'll we'll talk about when I go through the card. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I, I think they've you know 
they've been doing a good job of, of elevating some talent, especially as it concerns the uh, uh, the main event of Stand and Deliver. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's almost a double main event. Um, you know, you have Johnny Gargano and um, returning to NXT to face Grayson Waller to pay off a storyline from, uh, God, that was probably a couple of years ago. Um, 18 months ago. It was 18 months, yeah. Yes. Um, and then obviously the dream match, the one that we've all been waiting for, Brown, <clears throat> Brown Breaker and Carmelo Hayes um, for the NXT title. I mean, it, it, this is a stack card, um, and I guess we'll just start. Um, you have it up in front of you as well. Yeah, I do. Okay, so we, as you know, around here we're we're really fancy. We go by Wikipedia. So if this is not the order of the card, please don't uh, email us or text us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the first match of the day or the night is an eight-person mixed tag match with Chase University with Andre Chase, Duke, Duke Hudson, Dia Hale, and Tyler with Tyler Bate. Um, taking on Chisholm, uh, Joe Gacy, Jagger, Jagger Reed, Rip Fowler, and Ava, which is The Rock's daughter. Um, the winner of this match gains control of Chase University. Um, I'll let you go first, Jesse. I have no idea what to think about this match. Well, I think it's intriguing for a couple of reasons. This is going to be Ava's first match on TV, so we'll see how far she's come in her training. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be high expectations ever because she comes from such – you know, she's not only The Rock's daughter, but she comes from Samoan royalty. She's mm-hmm. the first fourth-generation superstar, so she has to make some kind of a impact. I assume that she's been training with Thea Hale to get to get some spots down. Um, mm-hmm. I see uh, T- Tyler Bate. I think it was great adding him to the match. I don't think he has a bad match with anybody. No, I think he's going to add some much-needed uh, star power to, to the match, but I actually see Schism walking away. I think that's – I think this is where – for a couple of months at least, they try to to run Chase U until until they have a a, re, a rebound match. But I, I see this being schisms to win with possibly Ava getting the, the the pinfall in this match. Yeah, and I think maybe when we go through this, Jesse, we ought to um, point out guys that we think are going to end up on on Raw on Monday or on SmackDown on Friday. Yeah, fo- following WrestleMania, um, and and Tyler Bay it just sticks out on that list like a sore thumb. I feel like he's been in NXT forever. Um, and it's time. I mean, they get, like you said, the guy's an amazing worker. He's only like 22 years old, 23 years old. Um, you know, and it, it's time to put him on the main roster and see what he can do. Well, they've um, already got Butch up there, which, which there's a rumor he's getting his Pete, Nut, Pete Dunn name back, and they could have, yeah, they could show on. people the kind of stuff that they could do together on the main roster. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so that would be my call out of that one. Um, and, and honestly, I think I'll probably go with you. I think Chisholm, they're trying to really, um, build as this, as a, like, uh, Wyatt family type cult. Um, and, and they love doing those types of storylines. So I could see them winning this match. Um, that's followed by a triple threat for the NXT tag team titles with Gallus defending against, the Creed brothers and the family, which is Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stacks Lorenzo. Um, Jesse, I, I honestly see Gallus retaining here just because they literally just won the titles like last month, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, and, and as far as call-ups out of this one go, I, I don't see one just yet. I think Tony D'Angelo's got some more stuff to do in, in NXT. Did you have any other thoughts on that match? Um, yeah, I don't think any of them are getting called up. I think the Creed brothers still got a little bit more seasoning to do. Yeah. Um, Gallus for sure, I think is winning this one. Uh, they, they had a little, they almost threw a little wrench in it this past Wednesday when Brooks and, uh, 
Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs had a chance to enter, but they ended up losing to oh really to uh, Tony D'Angelo and, and Chandler Lorenzo. So this remains a triple threat. But yeah, I see Gallus just. I, I think it'll be an entertaining match, but in the end, they'll they'll end up retaining their titles. Yeah, and and the thing I I do enjoy about the the Triple H era, if you want to call it that, is is definitely tag team wrestling is at the forefront again. Um, we'll see that at the end of night one, I hope. Um, and, um, you know, it, it's, I, I love tag team wrestling. I mean, not any more than regular wrestling, but tag, there's so much psychology and there's so much, um, there's so many opportunities for like cool spots and stuff in, in tag team wrestling that, um, that, that you can't do in a normal match. And, um, and, and to see the, the prevalence and the importance that, tag team wrestling has gotten under triple H is uh, really uh, warms my heart, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, um, excuse me. That'll be followed up by a fatal five way match for the NXT North American title. Wes Lee, the champion defending against the debuting dragon Lee, JD McDonough, Ilya Dragunov and Axiom, which is a kid in a mask. I believe. Am I wrong about that? No, no, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Um, what are your thoughts on that one, Justin? Uh, I think this is going to be a fantastic match. I thought Wesley had a really great match with Dijak back at Vengeance Day. Mm-hmm. I thought those two tore the house down in that match. And just to see that he's in there with four other competent guys that, I mean, you stick Nathan Frazier in here if you if you could make it a six-way. And this has a five-star classic for sure. Because yeah. him and Axiom was in that, that battle world this past week to determine that final spot. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I saw the end of that. Yeah. All these guys are great. Ilya and JD, you know, I've saw I've seen them in NXT UK and recently on NXT and they've been great. This is this would probably be the, the show stealing match of the night if I was to pick yeah. one. Uh but I don't really see anybody beating Wesley. I think he's still got some mileage mm-hmm. as an North American champion, but if anybody was to beat him I would say it would be I would say it would be Dragon Lee who who just debuted. But I, I see Wesley retaining. Yeah, I, I think I'm with you on that one. I see McDonough and Dragunov kind of canceling each other out. Yeah. Um, and then it's just Wesley and, and, and Dragon Lee. I don't see Axiom, I mean, being that being ready for that yet. Um, and uh, like you said, I, I think I think Wesley continues this uh, and, you know, kind of, for lack of a better phrase, improbable run as the NXT North American title, title holder. Um, so that'll be followed up with a tag team match for the uh, women's NXT tag team titles with Fallon Henry, Henley and Kiana James, um, accompanied by Briggs and Jensen uh, taking on Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. Um, what are your thoughts on that one, Jesse? This, okay, so they've been developing a storyline where Kiana, where Kiana James seems interested in Josh Briggs and Fallon Henley's calling foul on it. Mm-hmm. The whole storyline is cheesy. I think this match is, I think one hour or another, everything comes to the forefront. I don't see Henley and James being long-term champions. This is just one of those two people who shouldn't get along becoming champions kind of deal. I yeah. think uh, Isla Dawn and Alba Fire. I think it's their. I think it's their time to reign. They just became a new team. I think they're going to be a dominant team in NXT. Mm-hmm. And so I, I see them taking the titles in this match. Remind me, Alba Fire was. She was Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray, yeah. Yeah, okay. she was the longest yeah. reigning NXT UK Women's Champion when she yeah. beat Tony Storm. Okay. Um, so that'll be followed by the ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, I, I thought the setup for this was really weird. 
Um, they did the whole, you know, sh- the whole Roxanne Perez or Roxanne, excuse me, um, getting knocked out um, and getting stripped of the title. And then she's reinserted right before the match. Um, she'll be defending uh, against Zoe Stark, Gigi Dolan, Tiffany Stratton, Lyra Valkyrie and India, Indy Hartwell. If I'm, if I pronounce some of this stuff wrong, Jesse, please correct me. Um, yes, it's Lyra Valkyria. Oh, okay. Oh, I see it. Actually, had a different name in NXT UK. She was Efi Valkyrie in NXT oh, okay. UK, and then she got hurt, and okay. then I guess uh, she was undefeated in NXT UK, and then came... she's really, really good. I mean, she's one of the one of the best women's wrestlers. If if you never saw her NXT UK work, she's she's awesome. Yeah. She's a really good striker with the kicks and stuff. But I'll have to check it out. Yes, uh, like you said, I'm not old school NXT. The black and gold original I watched a lot. Um, then when they changed to 2.0, I kind of. I kind of became a, a lapsed fan, um, and then uh, UK. I never really, I never watched any of it, and I probably should because there's so many damn good wrestlers in NXT UK. So, yeah. um, I, I, I freely admit my my faults as a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, who do you see coming out of this one, Jesse? Well, I could see them continuing that story of Roxanne. You know, just coming back from her. Our injury and, and she's the crew that she's the real deal as far as the champion goes. I, I think that mm-hmm. I think it's gonna I think it's gonna be a, a hell of a ladder match between the women. Yeah. If any if if I wasn't gonna pick Roxanne, I think the only other woman who had had the chance to win this would be Zoe Stark. I think she's mm-hmm. been on fire as a heel. Um so I see her walking away with it if, if they don't go with the feel good story of Roxanne proving that, that she belongs and grabbing that title down. Yeah, I think so. When I look at this um, and knowing the storylines, at least, um, I think Roxanne probably is the one that retains. I could see Gigi uh, being about to win and then JC inserting herself and continuing that feud. Um, I will say Tiffany Stratton has amazing athleticism. Um, yeah, I've never seen her. One too. Yeah, I mean, there's I mean, there's not a bad wrestler in this whole group, to be honest with you. Um, you know, everybody has their shortcomings, but um, but this is this is going to be another one that could steal the show, um, and uh, I, I'm definitely looking forward to this. Um, so um, I'm guessing that the Wikipedia has these in reverse order. Um, so we're going to say <clears throat> the next match will be Johnny Gargano versus Grayson Waller in an unsanctioned match. Uh, what what, what uh, are you thinking on this one, Jesse? I think Grayson Waller is. I don't know. I don't. Something about him just doesn't really appeal to me as far as him being a main event guy. I feel mm-hmm. like he's missing something. I don't know what it is, but when I see him, it's like I don't see main event guy getting ready to go to to the main roster anytime soon. I see this as this is Johnny Gar- Gargano's one-off in NXT. It's a chance for him to say goodbye the proper way, a chance for him to get revenge. I see him, especially since it's an unsanctioned match coming out with the victory. Mm-hmm. Remember what we did in that one with Tommaso Ciampa, and they they tore the house yeah. down in theirs. I'm Absolutely. hoping we, I'm hoping we get the same result with Grayson Waller and Johnny, but I, I guess we'll see. I mean, the fact that Johnny Gargano's in it means it's going to be a, a good match. I'm just wondering if this is going to be what's going to take Grayson to that next level, even in defeat. Yeah, Johnny Takeover returns. Um, I honestly, I, I got tingles just saying that. Um, you know. Yeah. You know, we're, you know, I know, I know your wife and I are, and I'm assuming you as well are big Johnny Gargano fans. Oh, yeah. Um, 
Oh yeah, I mean, he went all the way to Cleveland and met his dad. And, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Well, that's not the only reason uh, it's Cleveland, but no, but I know what you mean, though. Or yeah. I mean, you know what I mean, though. Um, so you know, big Gargano fans here on the show, um, I, I could not be more excited. Uh, I only wish they'd go back to his uh, Rebel Heart theme music. I don't know why they changed it to that knockoff. Um, but otherwise, that that's a that's a here or there <laughs> comment, but. Um, I, I, I love when, you know, when these like bitter feuds play out like yeah. this, I'm surprised they, they put a hold on it for so long. Um, but I don't but know, I don't know, honestly, if they were going to go, and here's my thoughts on this. This is why I say this. Okay. I don't know if they were going to go actually back to that. I think they maybe had bigger plans for Johnny at WrestleMania that just didn't pan out for one reason or another. So they thought, well, mm-hmm. he's got this thing with Grayson Waller. He can at least be on on WrestleMania weekend by being on, on stand and deliver and pay off what yeah. Grayson Waller did back to him in, in uh, December of, of 2021. That's yeah, why. And, and if you, if you haven't watched the product, uh, this was actually a really good setup um, because Grayson Waller was antagonizing Shawn Michaels um, for weeks, um, trying to get him to wrestle him, I think. Um, and, antagonizing him and antagonizing and finally Shawn Michaels said, well, I have an opponent for you. And Johnny Gargano ran out to, to get his, you know, pound of flesh. Um, I, I think, like I said, I think this is going to be an interesting match. I think it has the potential to be great. It just kind of depends on, you know, Gargano's dance partner, partner here. Yeah. Um, so, all right. We know Johnny can go. It's just oh, a matter yeah. of can, yeah. can his opponent. I'm, I'm hoping Grayson really shows out in this match, shows that he – he does belong because I just I, I thought his matches with Braun were were subpar. I don't think they were anything that great. I just I well, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Either way, I think it's going to be a good match just because of, yeah. of Gargano. And, and back to Johnny, like not to to fangirl too much, but uh, you know, like I said, I finished Elimination Chamber last night. He put on a freaking show in that chamber. Oh, he was um, great. He looked he looked fantastic in that match. It, yeah, I mean, he even pulled a reverse Hurricane Rana on Bronson Reed with a little bit of an assist. Um, like he just that dude took some serious dives in that match. I think Montez is the only one that really matched him as far as like athleticism and putting on a show like that. Um, and man, you could tell that, the crowd were really getting behind him the more he kept doing. It. It's like. Yeah, this is a, this is a call to WWE. You put this guy in a, in a big match setup and give him some time. Yeah. He's going to win that crowd over, no matter where yeah. he's at. Yeah, just give him the opportunity. Like, I mean, he's he's never he's always bet on himself. I mean, not to be too cheesy, but you know, and and he hasn't come up you know dry yet. Um, so I mean, he's on the main roster when he didn't even have a he had a handshake agreement. You yeah. know, when he started, so. Um, I did read they might be uh, reuniting DIY on the main roster when uh, Ciampa comes back, which um, I, I'm excited about, but also not excited about, um, you know, just because it's it's something that we've seen before. Um, and I don't know if they would do it right on the main roster. Um, but either way, I mean, I think Johnny goes back to to uh, Raw after this, and, and this is probably, like you said, his last his curtain call for NXT. Well, with Triple H booking, I think they would they could be able to do it the right way to maybe <clears throat> yeah. bring something a little different to the mainstream audience that's never seen them in NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't, like I said, I see Triple H continuing to be in charge of creative. Yeah. You know, we had that one instance where Vince McMahon was at a Raw to see Cena, and he was in Gorilla, but he didn't have any 
play over everything. He's going to be at WrestleMania, which is expected. It's WrestleMania. I mean, why wouldn't even he's not going to have anything to do with creative? We probably figured he was going to be there. Yeah, it's his baby. I mean, yeah. he's not gonna he's not gonna miss. I mean, as long as he's got air in his lungs, he's he's not gonna miss WrestleMania. Uh, no. Um, and, and like I said, I think a lot of people are thinking that you know Vince is back because we're getting almost Omos and uh, Lesnar. Um, I think that was just something to fill the void for Lesnar since he didn't want to work with Bray Wyatt. Um, so I think. Um, being process of elimination they can create a new monster by you know by saying farewell to the old one but uh we'll get we'll get to that later on um and then um so that brings us to the main event of stand and deliver and what has the potential to be one of the best dream matches that we've seen um in quite some time carmelo hayes challenging ron breaker for the nxt championship excuse me what do, uh, what do you wait, how do you see this one going, Justin? Um, I think this is Carmelo's to win. I think they've kept these two apart by design, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it was finally time to bring them together to Carmelo to be the one to end this reign of Braun Breaker. I see Braun going to the main roster possibly after Raw, possibly on the Raw after WrestleMania. Yeah. My, my only thing is I don't know if he's quite ready for that yet. Uh, it might be a question of too much too soon. I guess we'll see how the crowds react to him. I think he's a great competitor. I think he's got all the tools. I just don't know if he has it right away. Either way, though, I think this is Carmelo's to win. I think he's done everything he can do but, but win the NXT title. I think it's going to be a, a great match, and I think it's going to be more of a uh, respect match between the two. I don't see a lot of shenanigans going on. Yeah, they haven't really built it up as a, um, as a very uh... – like animosity, or there's not a lot of animosity in their feud. Um, they've been actually teaming, um, and the, really the antagonists in the feud have been um, pretty deadly. Um, so they've they've done, like you said, they've done a great job of that. It's more of a sportsman. Kind of gives me the the Brett and Sean vibes from from WrestleMania 12. Um, <clears throat> that kind of that kind of setup, um, and and honestly, like I 100. percent agree with your uh, observations um, because <clears throat> I think it's time for Braun Breaker. I think there's not much more for him to do in NXT. And uh, sorry, I'm just doing something real quick. Um, there's not much, there's not much left for him to do in NXT. And then, um, you know, I think it's like I said, let's, let's see how he does on the main roster. And I mean, I, I feel like we have a potential to have, another old school Roman Reigns type deal where the crowd completely rejects him um, despite his massive push. Um, I hope that's not the case. Like you said, this, this kid is really talented, really powerful. Uh, looks like his dad and his, his brother, or I'm sorry, his dad and his uncle combined. Um, you know, he's got the muscular uh, attributes of Scott Steiner without enhancement. And um, he also has the, just the straight look of his dad. Um, so I, like I said, I, I think he has a lot of potential. I think he's going to be a big, big deal. Um, I don't know if he's ready for that yet, but I, I think he's going to be in a big spot Monday night, and we'll we'll talk about that here in a minute. Well, I, I think so. the match is going to be superb, man. I mean, I think athletically they're they're going to go out there. I think they're going to tell a great story. Yeah, I think absolutely. they're both ready for that. 
I think the crowd in LA is going to be ready for it. I'm, I'm just, it's probably forward to the most as far as from a pure athletic ability storytelling standpoint, besides oh, yeah. the unsanctioned match. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that assessment as well. Um, Mello, if you if you never watched him wrestle, um, the the match against Ricochet is what made me a fan. Um, if you go back and watch that, uh, just incredible athleticism. He matched Ricochet move for move. Um, I just thought that match was amazing, and it, it really made me a, a Mello is money fan. Um, or a Mello don't miss. Mello's money. Damn it. <laughs> Um, all right, Jesse, let's take a quick break before we go into uh, – we start WrestleMania weekend. You good with that? Yeah, I'm good with that. All right, buddy, I'll hit you actually, up there in actually, a second. when we come back, um, I'm actually not looking on Wikipedia for the WrestleMania lineup. I'm looking at the actual lineup. There's a guy I follow, okay, John sure. Canton, and he mm-hmm. actually has the actual schedule oh, for cool. what match is supposed to be in one order. So I was going to do them like that when we come back if you're all right with that. Okay. Yeah, I'll let you – you can drive. Okay. Um, so, all right, let's take a little break, and then we'll be at WrestleMania night one. All right, sounds good. All right, welcome back from break. Jesse's going to take it over. Uh, night one of WrestleMania, and let's, let's rock and roll. So they've already announced the first match opening <laughs> show is going to be uh, Austin Theory against John Cena. I'm thinking that's a way maybe for Cena to do his match and get to going where he's going. Uh, if it was main eventing, I would say that they were probably going to put over Cena, but I think this is going to be a match to to get the crowd hot. You know, they haven't seen Cena in a while, um, and I think it's going to be a way to put over Austin Theory even more. I see him walking away as the uh, the U.S. champion. See, I, I think I could see it going either way. Um, I, I kind of see your point. Like, maybe if, if it was main event, you know, Cena winning at the end would be a, uh, you know, a, a feel-good ending to night one. Um Man, it's so hard to tell. Um, and, and honestly, I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday um, about about this. And I, I like the entire weekend. It's just it's it's like it's been booked so well that it's like six of one, half a dozen of the other. I, I really couldn't tell you for sure who's going to win each. Um, I've seen it floated that Cena wins, and then Braun Breaker uh, answers the open challenge on Monday Night Raw. If Cena has that schedule availability. I think that's the only. That's the only hold up there. This is the opportunity for Theory to prove himself. Um, this is his big, big moment, um, and uh, I, I hope that I hope that he can keep up with John Cena. Yeah, I mean, I hope too. I I, I don't want to see them push Theory as as Cena was again. I think I think we we need something different as far mm-hmm. as who gets pushed in that. In, in that spot, but um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the fact that they're opening opening the match, I I could really see this as them having ha- I think them having a great match, but a time for Austin Theory to, to to prove and show that he belongs, and and to be the one to continue to solidify himself as the U.S. champion if he can beat Cena. Yeah, I agree. Next match uh, that they have is a uh, Braun Strowman is the. Uh, let me say that I'm glad they're doing this instead of Battle Royals. Uh, they're, they're trying to get more people on the card, but doing these fatal four-way matches, I think, is a great way to get some people on the card with, with, with showcasing some actual wrestling. So I just want to put that out there. Yeah, uh, the, got, the tag team showcases. Yeah. So you yeah. got Braun Strowman and Ricochet against the Street Profits, against Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. The winner of this match, to me, honestly, is going to depend on who wins the undisputed tag team championship match, which I already have an idea who is. 
So mm-hmm. we'll talk about that when we get to it. But based on that, I'm actually probably going to go with uh, the Viking Raiders as speaking mm-hmm. out a victory on this to set up to be the next challengers. But honestly, this match could go either way. I think whoever wins this match is going to get be the next tag team title contenders. Yeah. Um, I know they've been teasing dissension between Otis and Gable uh, with Otis, Otis. Uh, being flirted with by the maximum male models. Uh, I can't believe that group is still around. I can't either. I thought it would leave with Vince McMahon, but but honestly, the but if if, it, hey, you get, know what? If it showcases Chad Gable more as a single star, I'm all for it. Well, and if it gives Otis the opportunity to show how freaking funny he is, yeah. um, you know, it's it's a win win thing. Um, but but honestly, I, I think, like you said, uh, I think it's Street Profits or or Viking Raiders, depending upon who wins. Um, you know, the Prophets had a great program with the Usos. I could see them picking that back up again if it goes one way. Um, and then they've been setting up the Viking Raiders as this monster heel tag team. Um, so I, I think it's it comes down to one or the other. Um, yeah. I don't I don't think Stroman and Ricochet are long term. And then, like I said, with, you know, with Alpha Academy, it seems like they're trying to get to a point where they can split them up and have Chad Gable be a single star. Yeah, I mean, like I said, my prediction is based solely off of that undisputed yeah. tag team championship match. But yeah, um, that's my pick for now. And then we have uh, Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. I thought, I think this has been built up pretty well. Um, from what I've seen, this is going to be Logan Paul's contract is up after this. Mm-hmm. So I see him being the one to Seth Rollins hasn't had a WrestleMania victory in a couple of years. So yeah. I see him winning this match. I, I think they'll have a great match. I know the two, I, I know Seth Rollins really doesn't care much for him personally. But I think oh, I'll really? go and have a good match with him, and I, I think it's his to win. Yeah, I think I think Seth, uh, as you said, he lost to uh, Cody last year. He lost to Kevin Owens, I think, the year before that, um, and then lost to Cesaro the year before that. I might have got those mixed up, um, but but yeah, three in a row, three years in a row, he hasn't won since he beat Brock Lesnar um, for the WWE title um, about four years ago. Um, so I think. Like you said, this is a good way to write off Logan Paul. He's gotten uh, he's gotten over a hundred percent in this feud. He, he eliminated Seth from the uh, Royal Rumble. He uh, screwed Seth out of the U.S. title, and then you know he's knocked him out twice on national television. Um, so I think it's this is how Seth gets his, his gets his heat back um, after this program. Then next we have. Um... Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. I thought they've built this up really well. I think, you know, fans were impatient to see Rey hit Dominic, but if you saw last Friday, man, the crowd went nuts when he finally did it. It's, it's patience. Yeah. It's building up. You can't give it all away right away. you got to build up to it because when it happens, it's going to be special, and, and that's what it was. Yeah. And, you know, the fact that he had to insult his mother for Rey to do that. You know, he's like, you know, you don't disrespect your mom. That's my wife. So, it's on yeah. at WrestleMania. I think it's going to be, from what I understand, Triple H is very high on Dominic. I think mm-hmm. he's, he's been doing well in this heel, heel type role. So I, I know Bray's getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, but I kind of see Dominic pulling out a win, whether by hook or by crook, over his dad. So I'm picking Dominic to win this. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, since Dominic's been there, the, the whole, the whole, storyline the whole uh goal has been like eventually he was going to earn his father's mask um and i think it may not pay off now but you know with him being healed with the judgment day 
Um, but I think, like you said, I think he gets the win here. Um, I think this is Ray's last WrestleMania, to be quite frank with you. Um, I think so too. Yeah, that um, you know they've set up Santos Escobar as as a, as a, you know the next big luchador. They've set up, you know, as we said, they've signed Dragon Lee, who's one of the hottest prospects on the Indies. Um, you know, they're they're preparing for life without Rey Mysterio. Um, so I think Dominic gets the win here. Um, Dom the Calm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't make this a prison yard rules match or something like that. <laughs> Uh, hopefully it lasts longer than Dom's prince. Uh, hopefully the match lasts longer than Dom's prison sentence. Uh, <laughs> so. This could be the sponsored cinnamon toast crunch match that they were going to have since it's one of their sponsors this year. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, if anybody anyway, from WWE uh, is listening to this, that was just a joke. Please don't take that seriously. Please, please do not take a very a blood feud and turn it into a, a commercial for cereal. <laughs> Um, okay. yeah, I, I, anyway, I think <laughs> we get the giggles here sometimes, guys. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, a bit of levity and everything. Yeah, you know, I think I think this is Ray putting over Dom. Um, they they may wrestle again at SummerSlam or something like that, but this is Ray giving Dom a big win on his resume and um, you know helping build. It, it, it's been rein, reinvigorating to see him in a different light. I think everybody got kind of bored with the blame white me baby face that he was. Um, and I think a little bit of his dad, and he's going to be a big star. Um, so anyway, then, uh, yeah, then we have uh, this is a match I'm looking forward to just because these two were really started the women's evolution back in 2000. Trish Stratus, mm-hmm. Lita, and Becky Lynch against Damage Control. I see Damage Control needing this victory, they haven't really done much as a group together since they got together back at SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I think this would put them over big, and I think this could start because there's a rumor Trish Stratus could go heel and end up against Becky Lynch at SummerSlam. This could be the start of that program um, with Lita in the So I think due to maybe some miscommun- miscommunication with the face side, I, I'm picking damage control to win this one. Yeah, I actually read the same rumor, and I'm actually leaning the same way. Um, I think – you know, I think jealousy and, and, like you said, miscommunication between three people that haven't teamed before uh, makes perfect sense when they're facing a team that's been together since last summer. Um, so, yeah, I think I think damage control takes the win and it sets up something further down the line for for all three of the the other women women on the other side. And let me just say, and I think Trish Travis and Lita both look very good and in tremendous shape for having been out of the game for so long. I'm really looking forward to seeing these two back at WrestleMania again. I mean, they they both retired in the prime of their careers at a time when they didn't need to come back and still perform at a high level, says something about both of you women. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Then we get to the – and they're not sure which match is going to headline. Night Mm -hmm. one is still going back and forth. They still don't know. But judging by what they got so far, this is what I'm – thinking is going to go on. It'll be the Usos against mm-hmm. Kevin Owen and Sami Zayn for the undisputed WWE tag team titles. I think this is the time for the Usos to drop those titles. Mm-hmm. They've already, they're already the longest reigning tag team champions in wrestling his, WWE history, at least. Mm-hmm. I think this will solidify the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn team as being the team to beat them. I think there'll be mm-hmm. some dissension later on with maybe Kevin Owens getting a little jealous of Sami's popularity. 
but they can do mm-hmm. that at a later at a later point. I, I just think this is the Usos match to lose. It's time to put over Kevin and Sammy. They built the story up really, really well. I remember a couple of weeks ago when they hugged, that crowd just went nuts, man. It was another oh, yeah, thing waiting for the payoff, being patient. It's gonna happen. You just have to be patient when that when it happens, it's gonna be a special moment and, and that's yeah. what it was then. Yeah, I, I agree hundred percent here. Um and I'll take it one step further. I think I think we um I think we see the return of main event Jey Uso after this. Uh, I think he's gonna get a little bit of a push. Um and I don't know I mean I don't know if everybody's down for that, but uh but I do I enjoy Jay. Um I thought his his program with Roman was great. Um and I think I think this is the this is the where the bloodline should fracture um and should you know, start picking at one another. Um, and uh, well, I, I think what's the... going to happen is this is night one. I think this mm-hmm. could be a scenario that plays out where Roman goes off on these two mm-hmm. for losing the titles, and then something happens on night one where they maybe specifically mm-hmm. Jay cost him his. We'll get to that when we talk about it. But oh, yeah. Yeah. I can see no, something I... like that going down. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, and I think there's going to be a point, too, where they might split the tag team titles. Where Sammy and and Jay, Sammy and, and Kevin will only have one set and maybe vacate the others to be determined in a tournament later on. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility that could happen, but we don't know at this point. Yeah, I could I could see it going either way with that because I mean, with them being uh, Raw and SmackDown superstars, um, it kind of puts that in a. Uh, they're they're going to be in an odd position there. They're going to have to move somebody. Um, but but yeah, I think I think. Splitting the titles is going to be what they get back to um, at some point. I don't know exactly how they're going to do that, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about that after the end of the show here. And then the match that could headline night one is one I'm looking forward to. Uh, Charlotte Flair against Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown women's title. Mm-hmm. I thought when Rhea won the Rumble that she would go after Bianca. But going after Charlotte makes sense on so many levels. One. Charlotte beat her three years ago at WrestleMania 20, and they could say that that was a time where Rhea wasn't quite ready for that for that spotlight. They say she is now. They're giving her a monster push. She lasted the most out of any woman in Royal Rumble history, and the SmackDown Women's Title I think is the only women's title she hasn't held. She's been the NXT UK Women's Champion, the NXT Women's Champion, the Raw Champion. I think the SmackDown Women's Champion is is next, and I think she's going to be the one to... And I, I can see the crowd totally me in favor of her over Charlotte Flair. Yeah, I, they have done... Um, they have not done a great job in this feud to set Charlotte up as a face. Um, I know that's what they they're originally were trying to do because Rhea's supposed to be a heel, um, but it has not worked out very well. Um, and, Charlotte's and still like, the same. She's still out there yeah. going over her accolades. She's not doing anything to make herself a face. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I've I've shared my distaste for for her before, um, and I just I don't see what the. I mean, she has some amazing athleticism, but I don't see why she's pushed the way that she is. Um, Fourteen time women's champion already. Um, <clears> you know, if you count NXT, but yeah, exactly. So she's almost matched her father's record in, you know, a quarter, not even a quarter of the time, probably a tenth of the time. Um, and, and that's not good. That makes it look like she can't hold on to a title. <laughs> well, that too, yeah. Um, but it also is, you know, why is this person continuing to be at the top of the card? 
Um, I, I think this is the coronation moment for Rhea um, and, and finally putting, you know, validating the judgment day by having some gold. Um, and um, I think it's going to be a big weekend for the judgment day, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I think, I think, I think this is Rhea's moment. I think she closes out night one with the, with the women's title. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it'd be Charlotte for our longest it's the only title. She has not won. It's a sort of validation for her that after three years, she's learned some things. She's grown up more. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I really see the crowd solidly behind her like they were at the Rumble. Her and Liv lasted the longest. Yeah. Rhea's yeah. always going to be as – is always going to be garnered more in that match because she actually won the match. But I think it put over a little more in the big way too. Um, yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I, I think it's it's Rhea's time. I think she'll take it Charlotte. We could see a possible face – heel scenario switch like with Brett and Austin at WrestleMania. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, could be. Could be. So that'll close out night one and then uh Sunday will be night two. There were seven matches on night one, right? As of now, there's only six on night two. I think they're gonna throw maybe a little wrench for surprise in there. LA mm. Knight still isn't booked. They're really high on him since he got some massive reactions at Madison Square Garden. That's mm-hmm. where they base who they push. So I think he's going to be involved in some sort, maybe kind of an impromptu match, maybe with Bobby Lashley, since the Bray Wyatt thing may not happen. Um, but yeah, that could be safe for night. That could be safe for night. <laughs> LA Knight, he, he's awesome. I mean, he's a good promo yeah. guy. He, he's a he's a he's a pretty good wrestler. I mean, I especially with his with his character, man. He's just very yeah. very entertaining. Yeah, I see. I see the yeah on TikTok. All yeah. the freaking time, people love it. Um, yeah. and um, it's it's or great. Let, let me talk to you. You know when he starts yeah. out his promos. <laughs> yeah, and people have even gone further back and got some of his impact stuff, and he's like, "That's just a fact of life." Yeah, <laughs> like, that's not that's, I'm, I'm that's so, just a fact. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad he's not a male model anymore, and um, you know they went back to his original gimmick. Um, and, that was and, one of and, Triple said, H's first things he wanted to undo when he took over control yeah. was get LA Knight his name back. Yep, and the and the main the the biggest rumor I've seen is is Stone Cold coming out and having an impromptu face off or showdown with him. Um, I oh, mean, that'd be I, awesome. Yeah, I mean, I I could see that. I I mean, I don't know where The Rock is at this point, but I could see him doing it. Um, you know, there's there's a few options there, but uh, but yeah, I think I think definitely they're not going to have an LA WrestleMania without LA Knight. Uh, yeah. I think they can't miss up on that opportunity. Sorry, that was a little bonus we threw in there for you for you guys. Uh, we just think that LA Knight is going to be somewhere on this card. So, yeah, uh, the night did start <laughs> off with the uh, with the fatal four way women's tag team match with Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez against Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Um, out of this, I think this is going to be. Again, like with the women's, with the men's fatal four way, a match to set up the next contenders mm-hmm. for the women's tag titles. And uh, this could be Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler's match to win. I heard that they were initially going to be facing the tag team champions at Mania, but now they're in this. Or it could be Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. I think it's going to be one of those two teams that end up winning this match. Yeah, I, I think <clears throat> the other two teams are kind of slapped together. Um, Italian Shotzi and, and Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville. So, like you said, I think it all depends on how they go with the women's titles after WrestleMania. But but Ronda and, and Shayna seem to be uh, you know being being pushed as monster heels um, as well. Like I talked about with the Viking Raiders, um, I could see it being the same situation. 
um, where they take the win. Uh, I know they're very high on Raquel Rodriguez. Um, I think she was originally supposed to face Rousey at WrestleMania. Um, and, and when Rousey was originally scheduled to hold the title through WrestleMania, um, <clears throat> I, I might've read that wrong, but, um, I had seen that and was one of the original plans. Um, but either way, I think, like you said, I think your pre- predictions are going to be pretty salient. Um, it's going to be one of those two teams that have been together or have, you know, people that, that WWE is very high on um, that take the win here. The next match is the one we talked about earlier, Brock Lesnar versus Omaz. <laughs> A lot of people think maybe Omaz. I think Brock Lesnar is going to win this match just because I think put this match together just to get the kind of – I mean, you hear the crowd. They, they kind of they, – they're kind of looking forward to it. When they've been in the rain together face-to-face, the crowds have been on their feet. Mm. I, I think it's just going to be a matter of getting gifts or memes or something out of Brock Lesnar being able to F5 Omos. I think that's what it leads to. I think I don't think it's going to be a very long match, maybe five, six minutes at the most. I think mm. it's going to end with uh, Brock Lesnar having to do two, maybe three F5s to put Omos away. Yeah, I think that's been the tease for the whole match is if, if Brock can get him up for the F5. Um, and I'm sure we'll see him German suplex him as well. Um, and, and Omos is just a big man. Um, and I think, I mean, I, I honestly, at this point, I think it could be Brock's last WrestleMania too. Um, there was a rumor that he was telling people goodbye at, and backstage in Raw um, not too long ago. Um, so this could be his, his uh, last match for a while. Um, at least, uh, man, like I said, I think, I think Brock goes over here. Um, I mean, I don't, if they would have wanted to make an, a star out of Omos, they wouldn't have had him lose to Bobby Lashley last year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think he's done as far as that. I mean, he just, he's just there as a novelty. Um, and like you said, I think this one is actually shorter than Dom's prison sentence. Um, <laughs> it's probably, probably a quick five minutes and, and, you know, hit the showers. Um, so, so this is going to be the prison yard rules match. Got it. Okay. It's probably, it's the cinnamon toast crunch match. <laughs> you know what? If any match could be that, I could see that this one being the one. Oh, I uh, hope it wouldn't be the hell in the cell match. No, that's the next one we're talking about. Uh, Edge versus we've already, it's already been confirmed. The demon Finn Balor and Helena. So I am really, really looking forward to this. I'm mm-hmm. glad that they're using hell in a cell as a novelty and not just as a pay-per-view to say, Oh, hell in a cell is coming up. So let's just throw this, feud in there just to be able to pay it now they're actually using it the way it's supposed to be used uh there's a rumor going around that since edge is going to have a uh, gangrel with him that tony khan's given christian a one night pass to be able to appear with the brood as part of the mm-hmm. entrance at WrestleMania, yeah. which would be fucking aw- i will mark out big time if that happens yeah if they have the actual brood come out that would be the shit um <laughs> and i i hope that that rumor is true i i saw that today too and i was like Oh my god, that'd be awesome! Yeah, I mean, Gangrel enough is is cool, but but adding in Christian to it is just this a uh, piece de resistance, and and you know this is as I said with quite a few people so far, um, and I forgot to say it was Cena. This is probably Edge's last WrestleMania, um, and you know he's he's already made it clear that you know this is the end of his run. Um, you know he's. I think he's planning. I don't remember where he said it. it was somewhere in Canada, he said this. You know, I'm going to end up here, um, <clears throat> wine or you know, end things here. Um, great setup to this match. This uh, this feud has been going on for a long time. 
um, and and honestly, a lot of heat in it. And I think Balor comes away with the win here. Um, I think because, Balor, Balor needs it the most. Yeah, I think he needs it. And I think it, it solidifies, it continues to validate the Judgment Day um, because they need to have that next strong faction. Um, you know, since we, we both have already alluded to, we believe the, the bloodline is done after this. Um, so I think that's, I think that's how they go. And I think we're in agreement on that. Yeah. I mean, I think the fact too, that it's coming back as the demon is going to throw mm-hmm. it. Like, you know, the idea is that it puts Finn Balor in a different mindset mm-hmm. as the demon. So I, I just, I think this is going to be a great match. I think it's going to be brutal. I think they're going to use weapons outside interference. Damian Priest doesn't have a match at Mania, so he could be at Finn mm-hmm. Balor's side while maybe Christian Gangrel stay at Edge's side. I mean, we, we mm-hmm. don't know. There's all kinds of possibilities, but it's one that I'm most definitely looking forward to. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Then we have uh, – this is a match. I'm, I'm another one that – man, there's another good good match. Gunther defending the Intercontinental Championship against Sheamus and Drew McIntyre. We all know the classic Gunther and Sheamus had at Clash of the Castle. You throw Drew McIntyre in there, mm-hmm. this has the makings of a five-star, just all-out, brutal, chop-fest, beat-the-shit-out-of-each-other classic match. Yeah, some would even say it has the potential to be a banger. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm excited about this one as well. Um, three big, big meaty men, for lack of a better term. Um, that are just going to beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, they're they're not afraid to throw stiff shots. Yeah, and I think I think this is a this is a uh, fairy tale ending for Sheamus. I think he might sneak out with the win here and get the Intercontinental title for the first time ever. Um, and I, I think that that's, well. Yeah, I think Drew's Drew is going to do the honors for his friend. That way, they protect Gunther because um, obviously they have gi- you know gigantic plans for him. So. Yeah, and Gunther oh. already made it clear on that contract signing. He said these two men can go at each other, and I could lose my title without ever even being pinned. So that, I think that's going to play a factor. I think Drew will continue to be pushed as a main eventer after this. I think he mm-hmm. he could go within the next year or so go for one of the world titles again if they get split. But yeah, yeah I, I see this being Sheamus's crowning moment as finally being the Intercontinental title since it didn't happen at Clash. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we have the Raw Women's Championship match, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. There's not been, to me, the feud hasn't been built that great between these two. I think they'll have a very good match. Both are very, very capable, and I like this new uh, personality with Asuka. I don't mm-hmm. see her winning. I see Bianca Belair win, but I see Asuka maybe turning full heel after this match to continue the feud and just beat the shit out of Bianca after it's over. Yeah, I think they've been definitely teasing it, and I think you know, I think Oscar's at a point where she's um, got enough uh, credentials that it's not going to hurt her to take a loss here. Um, and then, like you said, build it up further where it, you know, hell, they could they could you know carry this feud out through SummerSlam because it's pretty much a brand new feud. Yeah. Um, Chamber, so. Really, there's no there's no heat to it. It kind of reminds me of uh, Shinsuke and AJ from a couple years ago. Um, like it, you know, it's going to be a good match, but there's not a whole lot of you know heat to it just yet. Um, right. So I think I think it'll be one of those things where yeah, they might have this match now and it'll be good, but I think the the better match.
All right, we're back from an impromptu break. I don't know what happened. But, uh... <laughs> I don't either. I was talking, and all of a sudden, I'm looking at my phone. Is de- I'm like, what? What the hell happened? So, yeah, I heard the little boop, and I was like, uh, I didn't hit any buttons. <laughs> I didn't either. So, so uh, we were talking about right. yeah, the, we're in there with the Bianca Belair uh, Oscar match, which I think um, Bianca Belair does pull out a victory, but I think Oscar gets her heat back at the end of the match. Yeah, I agree with that one too. So. On to the main event. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. Roman Reigns against Cody Rhodes. They've been building to this since Cody's return. They had it, He won the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think with the story that was being told, it's finally time for Roman to lose the titles to Cody. I see mm-hmm. Cody walking out victorious with both of these and then maybe splitting up the titles at, at some point after the event. But I see Cody Rhodes. I think they'll have an absolutely fantastic match. Cody's been on fire since he's been back. He's looked better than ever. He's very crisp with his moves in the ring. Mm-hmm. So I, I see him being the one to close the night as the champion. Yeah, as I said it, you know, in the first part of the show, um, you know, they've been on fire with promos. I, I mean, I could see it going the other way. I just, I feel like it's not, I, I don't think it is the right call. Um, and I and I don't say that as a Cody fan. I say that as just a, an observer of wrestling, a lover, a, a lover, a person that loves wrestling. Um, you know, I think objectively, it's just time. Um, you know, like I said earlier, Romans carried the company on his back for three whole years. I know Thousand Days is coming up, and it's it actually falls on uh, when they're going to do King of the Ring and Queen of the Ring in Saudi Arabia, um, but. You know, I, what better storyline is, hey, this would have been your thousandth day. Tough shit, pal. Like, uh, yeah. you know, that that's that's all you need to do to sell that match. Um, and I think, I think Roman, I mean, I've read, read, read rumors that Roman's ready for a break. Um, and I think it's, like I said, I think now you have your top, your top baby face. You have a guy that people are going to get behind. You have a story that people can relate to. Um, and, and it's just, it's it's the right guy in the right moment and the right time, um, and you know as much as as, as everybody wanted this big rock uh, Roman WrestleMania moment, um, this is this is by far and away a better story and a better uh, better use of talent. Um, well, not only that, but the Rock Roman doesn't need the titles to be able to sell that match. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean you could sell out you know the stadium in Dallas with that match headlining with nothing else on the card. Yeah. Um, and like you said, no titles, no no special anything. Um, the other thing I was going to say is uh, there are there have been reports that there is a new WWE title um, in the works, and that it should debut shortly after WrestleMania. Um, I could be this, see this being a situation where you know um, Cody comes out and has the new title, and then you know for whatever reason on SmackDown they they unveil another title, kind of like they did with the World Championship um, back in the day. Well, I know um, Triple H is not a fan of the Universal title. He wants to get rid of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, it's go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, it's just it's just the solid color thing is just so off-putting. Um, I, I it, it, the blue one bothers me less than the red one did, but but yeah, it just they just need need something more creative than just you know doing a a paint splash on on the normal belt. So or title, excuse me. Um, but yeah, I think, I think that's how this, this weekend ends, um, with, with Cody, with even more pyro at the end. Um, and, uh, I, I could not be more excited for this whole card, um, and, and for the weekend in general. 
Well, if WWE needs any more sign that Cody isn't the one, I mean, listen to him when he comes out. I mean, the, the crowd really gets behind the whoa part of the song. Yeah, you know, when he goes, whoa, I mean, the crowd just goes right along in sync with it, and it's getting louder every week. So yep. they're solidly behind Cody. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and like like you said, I mean, this is finish the story. Like this is the this is the last step, and um, I think I think that's how this ends is, is a storybook ending. Um, you know, maybe he doesn't hold it for long, or uh, I mean, who knows? I mean, I hope that you know he has a nice program with Randy Orton when he comes back. Um, you know, I could see that being his first title defense, um, and then you know, circle back to Roman, like I said, this summer or at Queen of Queen and King of the Ring or whenever they end up wanting to do that. But um, yeah, I think I think that's that's a perfect way to end the weekend. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And I I think if Orton does come back, I think he would. Uh, I think he looks at Cody in a different light now and would definitely put mm-hmm. him over. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I think that would be, and, you know, Orton. You know, as, as much as he was a, a shithead, you know, early on in his career, he's a consummate professional now. Um, really holds himself with uh, dignity and like is very much an old school wrestler. Um, as far as you know, knowing when to do the honors and and doing the right thing for people. Um, you know, he wanted to work with Riddle. He want, and I'm sure he's going to want to work with Cody. Um, so there's, there's a lot of, a lot of good things that are going to come. Um, especially the night after WrestleMania, I could see, I could see that being his return if he's ready. Um, but you know, that remains to be seen. Do you have any other, um, closing thoughts on the weekend or anything in general? Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to the Raw after two from what I hear. They're really, um, they're really throwing everything out there. They're going to have some surprises both at Mania Mm -hmm. and at Raw. Mm -hmm. This is the first, you know, Mania under the Triple H booking. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really interested to see how the whole weekend starts. You know, it starts tonight with SmackDown, and then it goes all the way up until the end of Raw on Monday. So I, I think yeah. it's going to be a great weekend. I'm looking forward to a lot. Uh, this is a, a mania that I've looked forward to. Just seeing how everything came together, man, it's just been great storytelling. So I, I think it's been – they've been firing on all cylinders for this whole thing. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I can't I can't even – Put a better bow on it than that. Um, all right. Well, Jesse, are you ready to wrap it up? Yeah. Yeah. After uh, two breaks, <laughs> one that was impromptu. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I hope everybody uh, enjoys this weekend. It's the one night of the year where it's all about wrestling. My, my wife knows it. She goes, she already told me today, she goes, it's Mania weekend this weekend. And I go, yep. She goes, okay, that's what I figured. <laughs> so she already knows what's going to be on the TV this weekend. So. See you Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and yeah, hopefully, uh, you know, we'll be more regular about these and maybe we can come back next week and do a recap and, you know, maybe get back on track. I, I, I can't promise anything right now. It's, it's been pretty chaotic as far as trying to get our schedules together and me actually having the energy and the time to do this. Um, so I do apologize for that. But uh, but it's good to to be back with Jesse and, and to do this episode and and um, I think I can commit to doing one next week as well um, and we'll see where we go from there. Is that does that sound fair to you, Jesse? Oh yeah, 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 definitely. Okay. Um, so I can't be on April fifth. That's my wife's birthday. But I mean, any, oh. other, any other day after okay. on beyond that is fine. So okay, well we'll work on it. Um, so and happy early birthday to Randy, obviously. Right. Um, so all right. 
Well, Jesse, let's uh, go ahead and put a bow on it, and um, we will talk at you guys next week. All right, everybody. Uh, be smart. Be safe. Hope you enjoy this weekend. It's the biggest biggest wrestling uh, or sports entertainment weekend of the year. I hope everybody enjoys it, and we will hopefully see you back next week. All right. Have a good mini weekend, everybody. All right. Good night, everyone.